It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. First of all, am I the only one that doesn't even care that Taylor Swift was at the Kansas City-Chicago Bears game? Am I the only one that could care less if she was up in the press box? Oh, but there are the couple I, – I, I do not care. The camera kept going to her. Travis Kelsey, when he scored, went to her. Can we just stop? Can we just stop doing that? It doesn't matter. It doesn't make sense. And then that's all Barry was like, oh, let's look at Taylor Swift. Let's look at this. Let's look at this. Um. I, it doesn't make sense. Um, I'm probably the only one who did not care. It's it's up. I have the game thing pulled up, and the first thing that's up is, look at Taylor Swift. She was there, and I understand she's a pop icon and blah, 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 blah. I just don't care enough. Um, but that's how we're going to start off this episode. Welcome to the Coach Steve Show. This segment is the Bear Down segment. Um, like and subscribe to the YouTube channel, the Coach Steve Show YouTube channel. Follow and rate it on Apple and iTunes as well. Leave a comment in the comment section down below. Check out all the affiliates in the description below as well. <clears throat> Check out uh, the Bear Down playlist. It has everything there. Chicago Bears. Um, usually co-host Zach Kalman hops on, but with scheduling conflicts, it's hard to get both of us on here. So sometimes it's just me, but check all that out. Um, this will be a shorter one because the Bears are who we thought they were. Uh, they lose to the Kansas City Chiefs 41-10. to uh, Kansas City scored 27 points in the second quarter, and then they took their foot off the gas and, you know, Patrick Mahomes stopped playing um, some point in the third. Um, he had himself a day, 272 yards, three passing touchdowns, 24-33. Uh, they ran the ball well, too. Patrick Mahomes had 28 yards, but they had 153 yards rushing as well. But like we talked about, the Bears have had a rough go. 
um, with losing their defensive coordinator, resigning, he said for health reasons and personal reasons, and did the FBI raid his house, and now we're hearing that it was just inappropriateness in the building, and that's why they kind of made him resign, and, and it's not criminal activity. Um, people broke into the soldier field and took $100,000 worth of equipment. Um, Justin Fields calling out the coaching, and now they have to overcompensate that by the statements he made, overcompensate by the – did you see the practice where they're, like, hugging and they're playing like everything's going to be all right? And they're overcompensating that. Um, nobody expected the Bears to – beat the Kansas City Chiefs, I don't think. But Justin Fields did come out and say, like, watch me. I'm going to pray freely, watch me. And we all kind of said, you better back it up. And he did not back it up. His very first play was a rollout throw, looked good. Um, he had a couple good deep balls. I know Moore dropped one. Um, another one, he overthrew somebody. The deep balls, okay. Um, but he didn't play well either. He was 11 of 22, 99 yards, one touchdown, one interception. He got sacked three times. Um, he was the leading rusher with 47 yards. Um, Johnson had 38 yards. Cleo Herbert had 31 yards. So they didn't really run the ball as much as I thought they should. DJ Moore was the leading receiver with 41 yards. Um, Cleo Herbert fumbled the ball. Justin Fields threw an interception. So this is just a short episode because it's it's same stuff, different day, where the Bears are who we thought they were. Certain, you know, I I'm on record talking about if things go right and Justin Fields takes the next step, um, the coaching staff does their job. Justin Fields does their job. If the O line can start to come together uh, with the receivers they have, if they can get certain things going, if the defense can take a next step forward, you're looking at a wild card type of competition. Never said they're going to win the division, even though it's wide open. Uh, even though it might look like the Lions division, Packers won today. So, but. They are who we thought they were at the end of the day because we're just – I think our expectations were just way too high um, as an overall fandom of the next step they were going to take. we got to realize we were the worst team in the league last year and we're expecting these ju- leaps and jumps this year with a second-year head coach, a second-year general manager, uh, with a brand-new vice president or whatever he is, and Kevin Warren, not a big fan of his from the Big Ten days. So – you, you got a third-year quarterback. You're bringing in different pieces. Um, Second-year offensive play caller, even though he worked with Aaron Rodgers. So I think the leaps and bounds we thought the Bears would take was just way too high, and so they are who we, they, we thought they were. Um, Bears Twitter blew and up, blowing up again. Um, tried to tell people that Justin Fields should back this up. Tried to say maybe Justin Fields is not the guy. I don't think he's the guy. And once I get the all 2022, and if I have time to break it down, I will show people times he had a pocket and he would move. And there was one where they got a holding call on a big pass play or some big play. And the reason why there was a hold call is because there was a pocket. He decided to try to run. And when that happens and you don't stay in the pocket that's created, when you run, the defensive lineman is going to run to you to get to you. The offensive lineman is expecting you to be behind him, not there. Now, he should be able to let go, but that causes a hold. So as much of a problem as it is on that offensive lineman, it's just as much to blame on the quarterback. But Bears Twitter and these experts don't understand that. Some do. Um, shout out to Braggs on CHGO. I think he um, I think he is doing a much better job of explaining things from a fan slash realistic exp- you know, point. Um, 
so this will be me saying that I think he's been one of the best ones. And so, um, Braggs, I apologize if you've heard anything and I, you know, I have to go back and hear what I said. I think you're doing a great job, you know, and, and you're the one that's been realistic. I've gone back and listened to past things you've said compared to now. And I think the more you're doing the CHGO stuff and the more you're doing that, you're being a realistic fan now that it's coming to that point. Now, do I agree with everything you say? No, but if we ever have a conversation, you're not going to agree with everything I say. So that's probably the one person um, that's been realistic because just Justin Fields gets happy feet. He's taken off and running when he should be staying in the pocket. He had a pocket a lot today. I know there's times there wasn't, and you're never going to have a pocket every single time. Patrick Mahomes versus our defense that does not get pressure on the quarterback did not have a pocket the entire game. It's going to happen, but the difference between Patrick Mahomes and Justin Fields, Patrick Mahomes is going to run to escape and still try to get the ball downfield. Fields does that a little bit, but he's going to take off and run. And he had a couple design runs for him. I'm okay with a couple, but I don't know where this obsession has come from saying that he needs consistent design runs for him. He's not going to survive in the NFL if you call 15 to 20 run plays just for him. You know, if the pocket does break down, nothing's there, he's going to take off. But he holds the ball. He and Patrick Mahomes hold on the ball longer than anybody in the NFL. Difference between that is Patrick Mahomes is looking to get the ball downfield or at least get to the first down marker. Justin Fields, I don't even I don't even think he knows. And I see all over Twitter how the Bears coaching staff broke Justin Fields. He's not the dynamic player he was at Ohio State. And I am sick and tired of seeing that because, again, you experts don't realize – Justin Fields had a lot of first-round, second-round receivers, had top four-round offensive linemen. He had two running backs in college, and it's factual. You need to go look it up. They both averaged over 120 yards on the ground per game. Two running backs that did that. And it's college where linemen can be three yards downfield on RPO. Uh, he could sit there. He could go one read, two read, get rid of the ball or take off because it's college. It's not that way in the NFL now. We'll look at Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, look what happened. He's starting to get injured. And all those things. He's not going to survive. And so you can't sit there and just – and his is a lot of option where sometimes it's out of his hands. I'm okay if you make an RPO for Justin Fields, but he's just not this read, 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 go. And he did not back it up with what he said. He made those comments, did not back it up. And I honestly think they can do whatever they want. They can hug it out of practice. They can play the music all they want. They can say whatever they want at the press conference. I think him calling out the coaches is is not going to sit well in their minds, and it's going to have to get addressed. And I think here at some point, if Justin Fields still can't sit there in the pocket and do these things, you're going to see a different quarterback in there, and maybe he's not the guy. And I don't know if the organization is feeling that way. I thought that I thought that going into this season because they've never they're like oh yeah he's our quarterback but there was no uh, no real other quarterback to go get out there yeah you could have maybe done Bryce Young but you know what they were looking at it saying you know what this is the same quarterback as Bryce Young that we already have in Justin Fields why waste the pick on that they could be looking at Caleb Williams they could be looking at some other thing I don't think they're committed to him because oh well why are you trying to make him a passing quarterback don't sacrifice his athletic ability I understand that. But I think they all understand as a coaching staff, in order to win and continue to move on, he's going to have to develop into the pocket. Yeah, I think they're going to have to try to figure out a better balance of that stuff. But we're not in practice. And so the Bears are who we kind of thought they were, unless you were this over-ecstatic fan that had these unrealistic expectations, kind of like we did 
you know, after 2018 and then after 2019 happened, it was kind of those things. But we need to stop the whole let's fire Ryan Poles as his second year as a general manager. He tore like I don't think we remember how bad we tore the roster down last year. Now a lot of them are back, but we tore it down big time. The defense isn't playing well. We knew that they can't fix everything. Yeah, they made these signs, these you know free agent signings, but you could talk about maybe firing Eberflus, but at the same time, maybe if you roll with it and give them a chance and try to do this, I know it's frustrating. We could talk about firing people. I don't think you do it right now because now you don't have a defensive coordinator. Now Eberflus guys have to be the head coach, defense play caller, figure out what the offense is going on. And in the NFL, that's a lot. And doing all the extra things. So either they just go hire somebody and be another extra coach with him. He calls plays, bringing somebody else in. Can they bring an, a former head coach in to kind of be kind of like an assistant head coach type of thing where they could help him with some of that stuff? That's all possibility. But, you know, they are who they thought they were. And, I'm you know, it, it's at a point now where this is who they are. And they're not looking good. And we can sit here and blame play calling. We can sit here and blame coaches. But guess what? It's the NFL. You got to blame the other guys too. They are professionals. You got to blame Justin Fields and his footwork. I guarantee you they practice it all the time. He's the one that has to do it in the game. I guarantee they do. We can't sit and be like, oh, they don't practice it at all. We have to start putting blame on Justin Fields for running outside the pocket and moving where he's had a pocket. We got to start blaming where if he's not making, I don't know what the reads are. We don't know the plays, not making the correct reads. We have to start blaming effort on receivers. We have to start blaming. You know how they're positioning on defense. We have to start blaming those. Now we can blame coaches. That's what I'm about. I'm about blaming the coaches, but we can't sit here and say it's all Luke Getzey, it's all Matt Eberflus, and don't put any blame on those players. This isn't high school or college where more goes on to the coaches. It's NFL. Now, obviously, they're coaching, they're doing things. That's why I like college more because there's way more coaching involved. Now they're they're professional athletes and they're making millions of dollars. Stuff has to be pressure and blame has to be put on them as well. If we're going to continue to do this blame game, you have to start sending it to that way too. So you can sit here and say that the organization is the reason why Justin Fields isn't good and everything else. And I'm not saying if you don't take him to, I don't even know, send him to another team. Maybe he does better. Maybe those offensive guys does better. Maybe if it was Sean Payton, maybe it was Doug Peterson, who knows, but you can't play the what if game or try to say this is what would happen because you can't. And that's what I'm tired of seeing on Twitter and doing everything. And it's funny just seeing the guys flip flop talking about how Justin Fields is great. And now that he's not, they'll say he's not great, but then they go back and say, well, it's the coaching staff. They broke him. Start putting blame on him too. They work on progressions with him. They work on footwork. They work on all those things with him. He's the one that now has to translate it into the game. Now, as a coach, you have to figure out how they translate it to the game and why they aren't. But at the end of the day, they're adults. They're getting paid millions of dollars. And ultimately, some blame has to start going on them. The defense was just, eh. You know, they, they got gutted in the run game, and that was their weakness last year, the weakness of pressuring the quarterback, um, you know, linebacker play and everything else. And they're banged up on defense. People are getting hurt. The old line for the Bears was banged up, moving people around again. Um... I think they have to try to commit more to the run game. I think they have to try to commit to, you know, I didn't really see a lot of screens and people are tired of seeing screens, but I do think you need them. There just is a time and a place for them. And I, th- I think you got to do those type of things. I don't mind like a one or two design run play for fields a quarter, but you can't let them run the entire season like you did last year. And I'm tired of hearing even announcers. Why are they not running him as much? Well, you're not in there thinking about the future and you're not in there 
thinking about, you know, well, he can't run him because you don't want not the injury factor, but he's just going to get worn down and then he's going to lose his legs like he did with the Atlanta Falcons. And guess what? You ran him. Yeah, he had all these rushing yards. If you do that, guess what? We only won three games last year. Well, you have these receivers to throw to. Okay, well, guess what? If I'm a team, I'm going to say, hey, if that's the only thing that they're going to do, we're going to take away all those receivers. We're going to take away all of them. And we're going to just let Justin Fields beat us because your defense is struggling. We're going to be able to stop him. He's going to get tired because now he's not a running back. They can get rotated out here and there. So we'll take away those guys and good luck. And that's that's what's going to happen. So we need to stop having those unrealistic thoughts and expectations. They do need to have a coming to Jesus moment. Like I said, I don't know if they've had it yet. It's about time they get a pull Phil Jackson and, and burn something and walk around with it. And it's time that they have a come to Jesus moment. Um, you know, but it's time to start blaming fields. I don't know if fields, the guy, maybe it's time that if he continues this, you start bringing in Tyson, you know, in a quarterback, people were calling for that in the off or in the preseason, how good he looked. Maybe you start bringing him in. He's a pocket passing quarterback. Uh, maybe that will work better. Who knows? But if he continues, that's the next route you got to go to. And I think they got to commit to running the football and I think that the less you take away from fields, the better now. Um, rollout passes help, all those stuff, but we've been saying it, but they, they kind of did it today, and here we are still. Things weren't happening, so the Bears are who we thought they were. It's going to be one of those frustrating years. Um, we're only into three games, and we're already kind of in tank mode, apparently, where we're not going to fight and try to win games. It is possible to still win some games, but have a come-to-Jesus moment, and you know, maybe they got to switch some things up and adjust. So um, that's how, well, that's how it's been with the Bears. But they are who we thought they were. Um, thank you guys for watching and or listening. Make sure you like and subscribe to the Coach T Show YouTube channel. Check out all the other episodes there. Click on the playlist for the Bear Down segment. That's part of the show. Um, leave a comment in the comment section down below. Check out all the affiliates. Um, find the Coach Steve Show on Apple and iTunes and rate it and review it, please. And thank you. And you can also do that on Spotify as well. Um, thank you guys for watching and for listening. We'll see you guys next time.